Hello there, my name's Craig Dixon and welcome to the very first episode of the Buddha Etc. podcast. So apparently it is customary in episode one of anything to let people know what it's all about and what to expect in the future, so I guess we should jump right in there. Now the clue is really in the title. In future episodes we'll be talking about all things Budo related and probably a little more. And if you found this podcast through search, then you probably already have an interest in the Budo of Japan or Okinawa or martial arts generally, or you've made a typo when searching for the board game of a very similar sounding name and quite shortly are going to be wondering what the hell I'm talking about. But hopefully, however, you're in the right place. In a nutshell, Budo Etc. is a podcast where we're going to explore all things Budo related. But we'll try not to constrain ourselves too much depending on what people want to hear more of. We might stray into some of the more contemporary arts and even cross over into non-Japanese arts from time to time depending on where everything goes. Typically though, we will be looking at those martial arts that developed after the late 19th century and into the 20th century, so post-Meiji era. But we'll be looking at them through a contemporary lens, especially when it comes to things like the practical, modern application of those arts, where it's relevant, and especially where those arts now come with the promise um, of practical application attached to them. From time to time, we'll also head towards some of the more esoteric elements of the martial arts that are increasingly less frequently discussed these days. And that means we might touch on some associated philosophy, some history, and some strategy. But what we won't really be covering, though, unless it's relevant to the subject that we're looking at, is the the classical martial arts from much earlier eras. Now, if you want to hear or learn more specifically about the Koryu arts, then there are far, far better places to go to really fill your boots in that regard than this podcast. And if that is something which interests you, then I would strongly recommend that you seek out a good teacher and especially a good teacher from an art that has an authentic lineage if that's what you're trying to achieve. So we have a broad range of things lying ahead of us, which I'm really excited about, and hopefully you will be too. Now, before we get stuck in properly, however, it's also, I'm told, customary when writing or speaking in a new medium or forum to set out your own credentials for doing so at the very start. Now, conventionally, this was to allow the reader or the listener to determine whether the writer or speaker was suitably qualified to contribute authoritatively to the topic that they intend to develop. So I'll be clear right from the very beginning on that front. I don't really claim any such authority at all. Now, the topics for this podcast happen to coincide with areas that are of interest to me, so with a focus on martial arts. But I will say that there are far far better qualified people out there to talk to some of these things than myself. And I'll be bringing in some friends and some collaborators in the future who might be a bit better than I would in 
bringing some colour and some flair to their subject areas. But having said that, I have been in and around Bordeaux for a reasonably long time now. In fact, it's 30 years ago this year, 2021, that I set foot in a dojo for the very first time. Now, I recall it really vividly. Now, my friend at the time, a guy called Mark, had seen a flyer for a new martial arts club in the local library, and he wanted to go and check it out, and he wanted some company while he went and did that. Now, the flyer itself didn't really say too much about what was involved, other than it was some form of jiu-jitsu. And this bright yellow piece of paper told us that the training group met on Tuesday evenings. The classes took place in a scout hut in Solihull, which is in the West Midlands of England, for those of you that don't know. So as it wasn't too far from where we lived, we decided to go along, see what the next class was all about, and see whether it was something that you know, Mark and I would be interested in continuing with. Now, as sometimes can happen, despite it being his idea, Mark gave up after about four months. It wasn't really his thing. And in fact, that dojo closed a year or so later, I think because the instructor relocated or, or something similar. But by that point, I was really hooked. And not that I had any inkling at the time, it turned out to be the start of quite a journey for me. And of course, that's a journey that still continues today. So I think that 30 years in Budeau seems like a reasonable milestone at which to both reflect and to cast forward. But why start a Budeau-related podcast at all? Clearly, there are other podcasts out there, some of which are specific to particular arts, some of which, some of which are more general. And that was a question that I really considered at length before sitting down to try and decide whether this was actually a good idea. And I came up with three reasons. The first was the simple fact that I've been around for a while now. And it occurred to me that I've seen a few things that might actually have some value in sharing. So my experiences over the last 30 years in Budo may well chime with the odd other person. And there could even be a few people who find them modestly interesting. Now, I've received black belts and instructor levels in a number of different arts. Not, of course, that that is always reflective of any particular level of acquired expertise. And my search for knowledge has taken me across four continents. And I have a really naturally inquisitive nature. And this has caused me to research and study a number of other styles and disciplines along the way. Now, the second reason that I came up with was that my journey in martial arts has been far from what would be described as traditional, if there is indeed such a thing. Now, I have quite an eclectic range of interests, and I really don't subscribe to the theory that you have to pick one Budo flavour over another, or to the exclusion of another. So while I do hold all of the arts that I encounter to certain tests, so for example, if an art proposes to be suitable for real-life self-protection in the modern world, I'll always ask the question of, does this actually really work? 
But for all arts, I enjoy hearing and learning about the traditional Budo purely for the enjoyment of learning, and I hope that comes across. But I've always been drawn to the more esoteric elements of the martial arts on occasion. And over time, this has led me to encounters with some really interesting people. Now, unfortunately, not all of them have been genuine or had genuine intentions, let alone authentic, which I think in itself has taught me some pretty valuable lessons that I consider are worth sharing, if for no other reason than to help others avoid some of the potential pitfalls along their own path. Now, I've typically gone direct or as close to the source as I possibly could wherever I've been able to over the years. And as a result, I've been lucky enough to have found some brilliant teachers and mentors who were prepared to share some of their knowledge with me. And when researching, I've usually focused or tended to focus on material or writings or publications that are from the last decades of the 1800s up to the kind of mid to latter part of the 20th century, as in my view, this usually presents the most accurate picture of how Budo was being transmitted and taught at the point at which it was being introduced and really gaining traction in the West. So to my mind, that's before the potential or probable dilution or even pollution that we sometimes see today as a result of the internet age. I also have, as of course do many others, a day job. So I'm not a full-time martial arts teacher. And in fact, the other hat that I wear is as the CEO of a very large uh, nine-figure revenue business. And I use the strategy lessons learned in my martial arts training and research in my business life, sometimes successfully, sometimes not. But as far as I can tell, while there are a number of commentators out there who try to talk authoritatively to the theory of translating martial arts theory or strategy into business life or life away from the dojo. They don't always have the practical experience or results to back up what they're saying. So I will be talking in future episodes about how Budo strategy can and does apply in the business world beyond the dojo and in real life, which I also hope will be of interest to some people. And the third and final reason why I thought this podcast might be a good idea is simply that I have a great passion and enthusiasm for all of the things that I've mentioned so far. So in simple terms, I just hope to share that enthusiasm and really keep learning myself by the vehicle of this podcast. Now, I'm old enough and hopefully wise enough these days to bluntly not really care if the only people that ever listen to me or read my musings on the website or elsewhere are my own students or indeed my own children. But if other people do find them of use and find value in them, then so much the better. It makes this all worthwhile. 
So I'll keep this first episode short. It's an introduction. Hopefully it sets the scene. Hopefully it gives you an idea as to where I'm coming from with this. But I'll summarise by saying that I may be 30 years into my personal Bidot journey, but I still have this sense of wonder that I think many people still share, regardless of how much training they've done or how experienced they are. And it's a bit like being just past base camp at the foot of a mountain. Now, I still don't really know or pretend to know where the summit is, but I'm really still enjoying the climb. Now, thankfully, I'm still relatively young, even though on occasion my body disagrees. But that means that I still have a long road and journey ahead of me as I head towards that summit. And of course, that will be full of learning, teaching, and here sharing some experiences that develop as well as recounting those that have passed. So whether your Budo flavor is Judo or Jodo or Aikido or Karate-do or anything in between, hopefully you will find something of interest and of real value in future episodes. So I hope you've enjoyed this very short first introductory episode to the Budo Etc. podcast and hopefully I'll see you here again very soon. Take care.